do a review of Lakutis Sichas in Chalik Yud, the first Sicha for the Parsha of Teldis. This is a Rashi Sicha, and in this Sicha, the Rebbe shows that the uh, simple explanation in Rashi from the Sifsachachomim and the Rabbi Leo Mizrahi and the Gurari that actually in Rashi we can't say that very simply. And the Rebbe comes up with an interpretation in the meaning of this Pasuk, as we'll see. And there is also a uh, beautiful Yenoshel Torah message that while we have a lot of support from above, koichas uh, that Hashem gives us, but the real and the ultimate Hatzlocha uh, is when we work with things ourselves, when we work hard and we contribute, we participate. As also, this was uh, said at the year of uh, the Rebbe's uh, capital was then Perik Pe Aleph Tehillim. And the Rebbe connects it uh, very beautifully, and there is actually a uh, big hamhara and also a, uh, a later on addition to this, we will uh, get to it later on, in which the Rebbe discusses this whole Tehillim uh, idea from the Baal Shem Tov that you say the Parsha, the Perik Tehillim, the age uh, corresponding to your age, and the Rebbe fits it in with the various Kapitalach Tehillim when they were said and in the context but in this context, the Rebbe will connect it to Perik Tzadik Aleph, in which it says, Okay, but let's not jump ahead of ourselves. Let's go through the Sicha inside. Ois Aleph. Al Haposik Vayatik Mishom. So this is talking about when Yitzchak was uh, being forced to uh, move, when uh, Avimelech's. Um, People, uh, they were um, challenging those wells that Yitzchak uh, dug. So then it says that he moved from there. And then finally, he dug another well. And the So on this well, they had not quarreled, they had not challenged him. So Vayikra Shmo Rechoyves. So that he named that well Rechoyves. Rechoyves from the Lushan wide and Vayomer. And he said, he explained, why does he call it Rechoyves? Ki'ato Hirchiv Hashem Lono. Now God has widened it for us, meaning that nobody is challenging and nobody is complaining. So Hashem has granted us that. Uh, level of widening and comfort so the Pasik concludes that we will uh, multiply in the land and we will see this is going to be the issue of exactly what is the meaning of what does uforinu mean so Rashi quotes from the Pasik Matik Rashi uforinu and we will be fruitful in the land. 
Uh, I'm saying fruitful, but that's the, probably the issue over here. But Rashi says, umefarish. so Rashi explains, no, it's kitargumoy, like it says in the Targum, vinipush ba'ara. Nipush ba'ara, we will expand in the, in the land. Or we will be fruitful in the land. So, what is Rashi coming to tell us over here? What's the problem with Oforinu Ba'oretz? So the Mephorshim say, because of our Mephorshim, the Mephorshim explained, Bekavonas Rashi, what is Rashi's intent over here? The Lechayre would seem, Oforinu Loshen Over. Forinu means we did uh, expand. We were fruitful in the land, the past. But how could we say by the past, he says, now Hashem has widened it for us. So it means that before not. So how's the Pesach saying that we have already expanded in the land? That's what Rashi writes. So Rashi says that what is the meaning over here? doesn't mean the past. That it means we will expand, we will be fruitful, we will be widened in the future. So, the Rebbe says, how could we say so in the simple meaning? This whole problem of Osid and Ovar, that it means the past, and Rashi is coming to tell you it means the future, is something which is throughout the Chumash. And Rashi never explains it. Why would Rashi have to explain it that Uforin over here means the future versus if that's Rashi's problem? Rashi would not need to explain that. Abu But simply we can't say so that this is what Rashi is trying to explain to us, that it doesn't mean the past, but it means the future. We find so many times. We find in the Torah many, many times Tevas Belosh and Ovar, words, words that mean the past. And then the Vav, which is the beginning of the word, turns them around to the future. So that Vinipo should mean the future is something which is refined all over. So therefore also in our case it's obvious, it's simple. That the meaning when it says that means that in the future we will be expanding. There's no question to begin with. Rashi has no need to explain this. Just as Rashi doesn't explain elsewhere. So we can't say that Rashi is just trying to tell us that we're switching around, that this means the future versus the past. No. Because Rashi would not have to explain that because that we find all over and Rashi never stops to explain that. Further, the Rebbe says, if all what Rashi is explaining is the word vinipush, why does he also bring down, in quote, and in his Targum, the word ba'arob, nifush ba'arob? In the land, he only explains not the word about it. Because when Rashi says does not add anything in the meaning of Baaretz. So the only thing we're explaining over here is the meaning of Venifush. That Venifush means that we 
Uforinu means Venipush, but the Ba'aretz, that it's Ba'aret, that's not explaining. So why does Rashi have to bring down Imkein Loma Maiti Gam Tevas Ba'aretz? So why is Rashi also quoting the word of Ba'aretz? And the Rebbe's explanation was, is going to be that actually the whole issue that we have over here is that since Yitzchak only had two children. And those, I mean, and, and those children, he had grandchildren, he had later on. Uh, but in the land where he is now, over there he only had Yitzchak and Esau. We're talking about Bechlal in Eretz, not even in Gror, not even in you know, where he's exactly, what we're talking about, the general Canaan area. So how could he say Uforinu Ba'aretz that will be fruitful, that will have children? How is it saying by two children, we're going to call that Hirchiv Hashem, that Hashem has widened us. And that's why the Rebbe explains from the word Ba'aretz, we know that the meaning of a hero for should not be interpreted as usual. Veloshin fruits. Fruits would mean children. That the children, in this case, would mean Uforinu Ba'aretz, that we will have children in the land. A lot of children, we can't say that. And therefore, Rashi says that in our case, Uforinu does not mean the fruit, children, as we would normally explain. But over here it actually means nipush. Nipush means the expansion of Yitzchak himself in the fact that he himself will expand into uh, it's in all in all kinds of cases, in all things, but not the lotion of pre, not only his children. But the hechrich is from the fact that it says Ba'ara, that's why Rashi brings down the Nipish Ba'ara. But let's look inside. The explanation of this. Uforinu humeloshim pri. So we would be the word uforinu comes from the language of fruit. So when we talk about people, Upirushakosovhu, so the meaning of the Posik is we would say. Normally, but it's Rashi is coming to Bavar this, but with uh, to caution us of this chat. But normally we would we be tempted to interpret this who Venasapetis. We will make fruit. Uforinu Ba'aretz will make fruit, we'll have children. We will make fruit, meaning people, Bneodom. People don't make fruit that grows on trees. People make fruit, their fruit is children. Shehem Yasu Petrus, that they're going to make fruit, Hakavona Bazer, that intent is this, Shehifru, the Bonim Mubonis, that they're going to be fruitful, sons and daughters, Aldarach Mashekosuv, Pruruvu Gaimer, similar to what it says, you should be fruitful. So you see the word Pru, Pruruvu, should be fruitful. Yeah, but here, there's still a little bit of a limitation. Over there, pru urvu means having a lot of children. As Rashi says over there, that pru would mean only one person has one child. 
Or Rav says that one person is going to have many children. But in our case, we would have to say that over here, Uforinu, can't say that Uforinu means just one child. Over there, we have to we also find the Loshun, Vinifre, uh, but we find that it means a lot. So that you would say, that we would be tempted, we still would want to say, fruitful would mean children. And we can't say that because there were no more than two children over there. That's why Rashi has to change. But let's go inside. Le'idach gives a move on, but on the other hand, it's understood. Meaning, we would be, we want to say that prul would mean a lot of children, but we have a little bit of a problem. It's not exactly like prul revu. Move on, shenidin the dan, It's not the same over there. It says prutake, but it's not exactly like it says in the Posik Prudavu, because the Posik Prudavu, Gomer Pirish Rashi, over there Rashi explains when it says be fruitful and multiply, that if you just said be fruitful, then one would be, give birth only to one. So that's why the Posik says also and multiply, that one can give birth to a lot. That means to say that Loshna Pru can also be fitting even if there's only one child. But in our case, we can't say so. In our case, it has to mean more. We can also live with that. In our case, by us, since it comes after it says, so over here, and because Hashem has made it comfortable, widen it for us, nobody's arguing anymore, so now it's going to be as a result of Farinu Ba'aretz. So over here, we're not going to say that it means only one. It doesn't make uh, logical, it doesn't fit at all to say, that one will give birth to one and no more. In other words, the Pasuk is just saying, it won't be no barren and people will give birth to at least one. That would not fit in the word hirch. So yes, even though the Pasuk says over here of Forinu, without Urivu, it would mean lots of children. And that's also something which we find uh, elsewhere, that even though it just says Lashem Forinu, it's understood, Shofarinu Khan. So the word here is similar, who Bedugmas is similar. So we're going to say that what it says here is similar to what the Pasuk says. Mashakosuf, the Pasuk says, Loyar Gorshenu, in Mishpotim, Chavgimel, the Pasuk of Teslamed, over there the Pasuk says, I will not chase them away from you, Bishona Achas, at one year, lest the land will be desolate. And he says, Little by little I'll chase him away. And then the Pasuk adds, Ad asher tifra, Till you're going to be fruitful. Over there it doesn't mean that you're going to be one. Uh, we're taking away, it's not going to be desolate. It means that in the land there will be many people. So we're going to say here too, Pirushuforinu, in this case, one gives birth to a lot. So, that much we could say that the possible means having a lot of children. But, we have another problem. 
How could Uforinu mean a lot of children when only Yitzchak and Rivka gave birth to Yaakov and Esau? Abizak Hashem Yisad. Harelah ho yuli Yitzchak and Rivka rakshne boni. Yitzchak and Rivka only had two sons, Yaakov and Esau. Esau. Veich neifal al zelosh nuforinu. How could it uh, apply on this? The language will be fruitful. Habav hamshel lehichim comes as a follow up. Two, Hashem is widened from, and now we will be fruitful. Now, how much is the fruitful? Two children. Doesn't really fit. So Rashi is actually coming to reject the interpretation that Uforinu here means children, like we would be tempted, pri, like the fruit of the womb, which would be children. That over here doesn't mean the fruit, but it means expanding themselves, not fruit. That a farinu is not intended here for children. Like it says, be fruitful and multiply, etc. But rather, that over here it means vinipush. What is the meaning of vinipush? Rashi already said to you exactly what the meaning of Nipush is. Before, when we talk about the different rivers that by creation that Hashem created, it says one river in Shema Echad was Pishoin, same as Nipush. Is Pishoin. And Pirush Rashi, Rashi explained why is it called Pishoin? Because those water are blessed, and they go up and they water the land. Nikra Pishoin, that's called Pishoin. Kemoi, like the Pasik says, Ufoshu Paroshov. Pasik in Chabakuk Aleph Ches. So with the Rashi quotes from that Pasik, Ufoshu Paroshov means that they will uh, expand the Paroshov, those uh, riders of the, uh, the fighters. So Poshu means that it increases. It's not fruitful, not Paris children, but the uh, water themselves are blessed. The parash themselves are blessed. Increased. That itself is increased and grows. So similarly here, Hakavone, she Yitzchok ba'atzme yibribu. We're talking about Yitzchok himself will be increased for godless and greatness v'chulu and etc. Komeshe Kosov, as the pasuk actually says, beferish later on, va'yigdal ha'ish va'yelecholich v'gadol. So the man went and he went on and he became great. Atki gadol moitul he became very great. Va'yilo mikna tzoyin mikna bakor he had acquired a lot of sheep and a lot of Cattle, and he had much work, so he had all Rav, so it was Godel and Rav. This is all a description of Yitzchak's state. So Rashi is basically coming to tell us that the interpretation is not fruitful, but rather increased. So, based on the above, it's Mukhrachim Pshutishal Mikra that here the Pshat. The nifra uforinu means that we will uh, Yitzchak himself will increase, not the peiros, not the children, 
that he'll have lots of children, but rather that he will become great and many and mold himself. So how come Rashi needs to say Kitargumai? This is something which is self-understood. And the Rebbe explains now that because it seems a little bit uh, different than the usual the uh, translate that we tied prove the Rebbe Rashi wants to bring a proof from the Targum. The Targum always translates the words uh, when it says uh, Peru, uh, that it means a lotion from Venifush that we will increase. And, uh, and that means to say, the Rashi just wants to say, don't think that this interpretation over here, when it says uh, that this is sort of unusual, we don't find anywhere else. Targum always translates like that, so it's okay to translate over here that it's not in a level of children, but it's rather in a level that Yitzhak himself will increase and become great with all of his uh, fortune, and as the Pasuk says, that Gigadol Me'oid. So the Rebbe says, "Omnom loma So why does Rashi bring this interpretation in the name of the Targum? It says Kitargumai. Rashi should have explained it on his own. Because of the evidence uh, that we mentioned before in the meaning of the passing, we can't say over here because over here it can't mean fruit. So So the reason for this is because in most places where the Torah writes the language of Peru or similar, the Targum always explains Pushu. So it, the translation of the Targum for Peru is always Pushu. So what it really means that according to the view of the Targum, even when we're dealing with giving birth to children, as he is paid as, there also has, it also includes, also the contents of the idea of Pishyon, that the person himself becomes increased. Because through the birth of children, it also increases the one that's giving birth. So from this is understood that according to the view of the Targum, in this case, Uforinu means only that by himself, because it's not talking about, can be talking about children. Like in our case, there's only two children. So this is not a exception from other places because it's always because in all places this contents of the person increasing himself is part of the meaning of the word for the new part of the meaning this is pisha and always pushu. And this is why Rashi points and refers to the Targum, to teach us 
this interpretation of nifush, it's not in the category that Rashi doesn't find a friend another place. Uh, so if Rashi didn't say the targum, he just told you that vinifush, furinu means vinipush, so then you would seem like it's an, it's an exception. It's not the usual way. So Rashi says no. That says to the targum that really in all places, even where it is means fruit, it doesn't exclude and it goes along as the targum says. It always means an increase from themselves. So. But there is one point over here, the whole argument that the Rebbe says that we can't say it means peres is because children were only two. It can't be a hirchiv lonu that Hashem widened us and that's referring to the two children that they had. That wouldn't sound like a hirchiv lonu. But maybe we include also the grandchildren because later on uh, Yaakov had, after the birth of of, of uh, of, of Yaakov, Yaakov had 12 sons and so on and they multiplied a lot so maybe he was a farino. but that's why Rashi says but that didn't take place and therefore we have to say it means pishyoin and not fruitful as children Gimel Ulam, Chayre, Rabbi says it would seem that this general interpretation is not something that we have to say that it means pishyoin that he himself increases because yes, lefarish we could uh, technically explain shofarino akavona livlodis peters that the farino means actually children peters fruit. And it still fits with the general idea that Hashem widened. Rashi has already spoken, written in the portion of Yeda. That bnei bonim hadeheim kibonim. That grandchildren are considered like uh, children, and therefore, what is included over here is not only his uh, children. Maybe it's going to bnei Yaakov. They were twelve, and also we have Dina. And this is actually as explained in the Siv uh, that this is what it means uforinu. But the Rebbe says lochein mighty Rashi. That's why Rashi quotes from the pasuk b'tchilas pirushei uforinu. He says ba'or to b'meila koysuv gam b'pirushei. Since he quotes that in the heading, he also writes in his pirush that the neipush it means is ba'ar. It's in the land. They weren't born in Oretz, which is Geror, where he was right now. Not even in general Eretz They were born outside of Eretz Yisroel. So for Rinu Ba'oretz cannot be talking about Yaakov's sons. Uh... The Rebbe has one more uh, point that the Rebbe makes now. Why Rashi cannot just say um, and Rashi many times just says like the Targum and that's it without having to translate 
and bring down the words that it says in the Targum. And, uh, and the Rebbe explains that there is two girsas in the Targum, and for us it's important to know this girsa. We can still further uh, question in Rashi. Why does Rashi have to quote the language of Targum? You should have just said, like it says in Targum, as Rashi is, is customed in many places. And the one who learns will see in the Targum this words, this Pasuk, in the translation over there. You'll see it in the Targum. The explanation is, but Targum Khan. Steiger says there are two versions of the Targum. Aleph is v'yafshinino and beis v'nifush. Yafshinino is referring to the Eibushter that the Eibushter will be meifushos and v'nifush means we will be meifush. Umaitik Rashi loshin ha-Targum Rashi quotes Targum lamdeinu shegirsa nechayne hi v'nifush that the correct version is v'nifush. Why does Rashi have to tell us what the correct version in the uh, in the Targum is? It's not Rashi's job. Even though Rashi is, is not his job, to teach us what the right words of the right version of the Targum. But But here it would make a difference in the meaning of the simple. Possibly because the Yafshinino would mean Pirusha Shuhu Yafish Isono that he will increase us, he will be my fish, widen us. That would be referring to Hashem, Hamuva Lifnezer, because it's brought down before in the Possig that Atahirch Hashem. So we would mean uh, that Hashem, but because Hashem, Hamuv Nei Bekosu, Benifush Pirushei. But the way the Reb, the Rashi brings down the Targum, the Girsa is Benifush Pirush Shaunu Matzmeinu Nifush. That we on ourselves, not Hashem will increase, we will increase, which is the Koyal Yitzchak Gubesin. That is referring to Yitzchak's house. So over here, it's important to set it straight because it makes a difference to make sure that we touch the Pasuk correctly, that it's referring to Yitzchak and not to Hashem, what he's doing to Yitzchak. So this is actually the subject matter now of the Yenu Shultaira. These two aspects, whether the increase comes from Hashem, Hashem, which the Pasuk starts off, and then the second aspect that we increase ourselves, teaches us that the main, uh, the main avoider is that it should be the nifush, that we and ourselves should increase, we put in our effort. The wine of Torah of this Rashi is... Uh, Rashi quotes the language of the Targum Vinifush that we will increase in land. So, really, in this Posik, we are talking about two matters. Aleph, number one, that now Hashem has made it white for us. That is who Inyan That's a matter, an aspect that comes from above. And base, number two, that is the Aspect 
the idea of the service of man, man's work. hints to us that ultimate goal of Hashem widening for us, even that we should increase in the land. Shahodom Yavid, that the person should work. What is the goal? The ultimate goal of the intent of creating the world and people by Kaddish Baruch Hu Hashem. Hashem's widening, when Hashem gives us the Koychus, Hisha Odom, Yaga, Yavid, Bozed, that a person should put effort in and work in this. As the word says, the verse states, Odom Laomal the man was created for effort. And what is the, what, how do we work? We work with the land. That the person should work with the world and the worldly matters until the person reaches a level that it's so to speak that the person adds he increases over the creation as it was created by Kodesh Baruch Hu. They, uh, they, uh, they add the venipush, and they make more than Hakadosh Baruch Hu. They add to what Hakadosh Baruch Hu creates. Hainu shemagale lekus al yidei teiro mitzvus. That is that you reveal godliness through teiro mitzvus. Gam bemokim kaze also in such a place. Shemitzad abriya ena lekus begilusham. That from the creation's perspective, there's no godliness revealed there, and the yid through his mitzvus and teiro brings in godliness in those areas. So he's adding to the creation of Hashem. As the saying of our sages of blessed memory, that he becomes a partner with HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the act of creation. It's even more said by our sages in Breshis Rabba. There it says that Ma just like Hashem creates world, your Father creates worlds, creating whole worlds. So, you have the ability to increase. So, but how could one really change the limitation that Hashem put into the world? Uh, and come and change that and make it different. And the answer is that Hashem is also from the power of Hashem. Hashem gives the power of Melechat Chila to the person to have that ability to change the world. There is some place to argue. How is it possible? Since HaKadosh Baruch created the world, and He created it with His limitations. How could a human or an angel, Nivra, who was created in a gamzemerum as tchila because of this is also hinted in the beginning of the pasuk. The pasuk says ki ato hirchiv havayelonu. Hashem has given us that wideness, that level of hirchiv, that we should be able to widen. Is Hashem gave us Hashem hirchiv havayelonu. Haynu shegama koyachalzeh. Even this power to us, that is to widen 
and to add to the Bria, that comes from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Shehirchi v'nosan li b'nei Yisrael, koyach shalamaylum emediz v'akbolos. He widened and he gave to the b'nei Yisrael a power which is beyond limitation and measures, measures and limitations. V'lochein, and therefore b'yicholtom, it is in their abilities, v'bemeilat hafkidom, and therefore it's their actual responsibility, it's their job. Levatil hakbolos ha'ilum arachive too nullify, to take away the limitations of the world and to widen it. So you do it first spiritually and also physically. We also added the physicality of the world that the world gives has an increase in the Gashmis. That the land will give its produce. And we say about the holy land that it's considered like it's like a deer. Uh, a deer, when you skin it, you can never put the skin back up on the deer because it's it um, stretches when it's on the uh, deer itself. Same thing is about Yisrael. It's considered like Eretz Hatzvi that the area actually expands to fit its inhabitants, so we invite, widen it, widens it so that the land itself becomes hirchiv, becomes widened. Until the, we expand in the land. And the Rebbe says now, in Oishei, that the similar idea we also find in the Perek Tzadik Aleph in the Tilim, which was the uh, Perek of that year, of the Rebbe's birthday, of that uh, Rebbe's capital, in the uh, the 80th year, and this was Perek Pe'alaph. And the Rebbe gives the idea now that the numbers, that the Tehillim are numbered, and the number of 80 represents so that explains represents a level of gvuris beyond the normal way of years, so that's sort of a harchev, it's a widening and the Rebbe brings in that capital it talks about harchev pichva malayu let's look inside, very interesting how the Rebbe connects this over here in Oishev this is also hinted in what it says in the Pesach I'm God, you got to ruin Mitzrayim. Harchev pichov amalehu. Widen your mouth and I'll fill it. The gam kan beizin yonim. Over here too, we also do two, two matters. Hashem fills it, but you need to do harchev pichov. Number one. Anoichi Hashem elekecha malchem eretz Mitzrayim huinyan habo melmailo. I am God, you God, who brought you up from Eretz Mitzrayim. That's like... Uh, that comes from Hashem. Hashem brought us up. And number two, we're saying the Venifish Ba'arabaos, Ferino Ba'aretz is over there, it's Harchev Picho. Maybe says, You widened your mouth. Then Hashem says, Vamalayu, I'll fill it. Ha'odom Tzorich Lasis, the person needs to make Laharchev Esape to widen the mouth. Yoiser, more Mikfishu Humitzadabriya, then it is from creation. You widen your mouth, which means we can now. The person needs to add and to widen the bria. 
וגם בזה צריך להבין. So here we have the same problem we had before. Since Hashem created the mouth in a certain way, Hashem is the one who places a mouth to a person. When Hashem was talking to Moshe Rabbeinu that he should go and speak, and he was uh, hesitating, so Hashem said, who gives a mouth to a person. Hello, Hashem. So Hashem gives you the mouth and gives you the ability. So how is it possible we're saying to a person, you make it run. Whatever Hashem created. So therefore the answer comes in the beginning of the Pesach. I am God your God who brings you up from the land of Egypt. Which means Eretz Mitzrayim, Eretz B'Mitzorim Gvulim. That Eretz Mitzrayim means a land that has limitation, had boundaries, v'chul, etc. B'Kodesh Baruch Hu, Helez B'nai Yisrael, M'Mitzorim Gvulim Eilu. Hashem brought us up from these limitations and these boundaries. V'ad Uforinu Ba'aretz. And we actually, not only were brought up from there, but we actually expanded in the land. Shemidayik. So we hear the emphasis, it's very specifically states Here it doesn't say take you out. It's like more, most cases. Brings you up. That means that the Hashem elevated them beyond the limitations. And that's why he's able with Tzorich Lies and needs to be Harchev Picho. You have to widen your mouth, your mouth and the world, to nullify, take away limitations. This is Hashem's will. When He created the world, that the hidden should add an elevation through their service. He is the one that gives them the strength for this as above. So it turns out that the same explanation like we played before, like we said before. So we have the Hashem's widening us and then we on ourselves and we explain that the Farinu Ba'aretz comes as a result from the same thing over here. That, and then you have to do how could you more than what Hashem gave you it's because which is based on Hashem giving you elevating you, giving you the power to go without limitations so therefore you can actually get rid of these limitations and go beyond limitations this is also the explanation, the pnimis inyonim, in the inner matter of things, when the Gemara relates betainus to Nusrupusarosha, to Nusrupusarosha, the Gemara Baba Basra brings down over there that he argued, if God loves the poor people, why doesn't he support them? He was arguing we shouldn't give tzedakah because, or else the Ebishter should give them. Unisinus had tzedakah, and he argues that. Giving tzedakah should cause the people 
make them guilty, go and get Hannah because they're doing against Hashem's will. Hashem doesn't want to support them, and they're supporting them. So what did Rabbi Kiva respond to turn us through Pesadosha? They were called children. He gave him the marshal that when a king uh, is upset with his son or and you help the son, actually the king is very, very happy. What did Tunisru Pesadosha argue? Since HaKodesh Baruch Hashem, he created the poor people in a way that they're poor. How is it possible that somebody should come and add by giving tzedakah? Bazona, let Rabbi Kiva say different. And this, Rabbi Kiva answers that Bnei Yisrael and Bonav Shalak Kodesh Baruch Hu, that we are Hashem's children. And what does it mean? Shal Yedeza move on Aleph. We understand number one, Shetzorich Losi Tzedaka Kipshat Hashas, that you need to give them Tzedaka, because for a child is different. Even when by the king, when the child has uh, the king is happy when you support his child, and Beis. So, uh, we have another also, knowing that they're children, we understand how could you change the order of creation, and how you could change it, because since we're children, we are, so we're having two explanations in the inner meaning as well, in the bonim, that since we are Hashem's children, we are a portion of just like a son, Yidin have power which is beyond limitation. Therefore, not only is it not against the will of Hashem to change this anim and make them into no anim. This is actually the will. He gives the koyach. He wants you to support them because they're your children, and he also wants you to change and take away the hagbolas. Umefurish because of zesh hakadosh baruch hu. This pasuk in harchet picha is very explicitly uh, stated that hakadosh baruch hu maftiach v'neisin edyeisin that Hashem. Promises and gives even more. Not only that he gives you the strength before you start your service. Also that he helps you later on. That your work should actually make be fruitful. And you will reach the goal. That you will impact. An addition in the world, I will fill it. You do the work, and Hashem says that He will do it for you. He'll fill it for you. When you do your portion, you wind your mouth, move to who He is guaranteed. Hashem will fill your mouth. And also this idea that this is for sure that Hashem helps you not only gives you koyach and it's not only you're getting the koyach of Hashem is also not a parsha. It's not only hirchev Hashem lonu but v'nifish baris are guaranteed. 
This is also hinted in the Pasuk in our Pasha. Forinubar is not a language of either a prayer or a request to create a similar Shasafik in which we're not sure if it's going to be so. It's a certain, a language certain, the Kikanal, as mentioned before, Muftochim. We are guaranteed. If we fill the uh, the wishes of Hashem, we're doing Hashem's service that He demands. For sure, we will reach the tachlis, the goal. So now, not only will we be fruitful in the land in Loshan Koidesh, Bloshna Koidesh, Kim Kitargumai, but is the Targum Venifush Ba'ara, which means a lower level into the translation, we will increase in the land of Targum. Kavur, Binya, Shaloshan Targum, Hukhoil Venakoidesh, as explained in the idea that the language of Targum is weekly and not holy, Benidin the Dan. So in our case, Poilim Harchove Vahisofe. We impact a widening and an addition, not only in the world, as it's in Loshan Kodesh, over there too, in Loshan Kodesh, you call it Oilom, it's already Helam. But here we're talking about not only in Loshan Kodesh, but also in Targum, also in weekly matters, which is Ba'aro, using the Aramaic Loshan in the land in Aramaic Loshan Targum. So gam behem nasa dira lo yisbarich and them it also becomes a dira. Uchetushlam avodezu yiskayim ayud. When this will be completed, the promise will be uh, fulfilled. Benigla kvaydavai v'rokubos ayachdov kipi Hashem diber. The glory of Hashem will be, and all flesh will see kipi Hashem. We're talking about kipicha v'amaleu, but we will see that it's the pi Hashem diber. That it's Hashem's mouth that spoke that gave us the success. This is Mesichas Shabbos Pashas Chayisora Tovshin Lamed. before the Rebbe, uh, very interesting Ha'oris over here, which the Rebbe brings down, uh, that this whole idea of, uh, of of saying the capital Tilim on your age, and of course the Rebbe was saying it with regards to uh, the fact over here that Harchepich Vamaleyu is when you turn 80, and that's the context of the Psukim. And the Rebbe also points to the fact that Kolut Filas David Ben Yishai, when uh, David will turn 70, that's when that Posik is. It's connected to how exactly we count the Psukim of the Tilim. So that's, but that's a little bit more than just the Sikha, so we'll leave that for now. And there's also this whole Ha'ore Lacharzman, which the Rebbe explains what the Gemara. Uh, Discusses whether Ashri Ha'ish and Lomarokshu, Kaperik Alf and Beis, are considered to be one uh, or two, as the Gemara says over there that it depends on the whole count of the Tehillim. Again, this is a Ha'isofa, and I'm not sure if um, if we should do this in the Sikha, but we'll leave it here maybe in a separate. But um,